congratulations to the main city fans. There's only two of them in this church that I know of. Pastor Vogan and um, Aloysius. Pastor Brian, that's I believe. I don't know if captain and Virgin. The only way you need to find, the only way you want to find out if someone is really a fan. Sometimes captain is obvious. Ask them who is the, the goalkeeper. He's a goalie. We're Brian Baloy. Pastor Brian is not free. Prayer meeting, I can hear five o'clock. So for a caracom. Let's get into the word of God. Are you blessed? We're not going to be long today, depending on what the Holy Spirit, and afterwards we'll just pray for a few people. My friend, thank you. It's so good to see you here. I can't even address as a visitor, because in my mind, nah. So, Pastor Malcolm, thank you for being with us. Thank you for your humility and for serving and just praying for us and just being available when we need you, your blessing to the house. And we thank God for you. We pray for healing for your wife. Can we just acknowledge the man of God? And all other pastors that are here, thank you so much for being with us. I see no other visiting pastors. If they're visiting pastor, can you just raise your hand quickly? Megan, you want it? Amper up again. Jesus, man, we're here. Jesus, visiting pastor. Let's go. Genesis two verses seven and eight. Genesis two verses seven and eight. And there was we're going to speak a bit on breathing, breathing, the breathing of God. Just a, a small bit. And the worship team was so prophetic in not just what they sang or how they sang, but also how they brought the message across. But We've dealt with this, so we're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I want you to know that in verse 8 is where we're going to put our roots in. And the Lord God formed man from the dust of the earth and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a loving soul. So the soul part, remember when we sing songs like, you give me joy down deep in my soul. We know what the soul of a man is. A soul is basically where you make decisions. It's your mind, it's your conscience, your reasoning, your logic sits here in your soul. But before the breath of life, came into being. Pastor Vicky, just apologies, guys. So before the, thanks, sir. Before this, the Ruach, the spirit part, because soul and spirit are different. With our spirits, we worship, we praise, we have faith and all those things. But with our soul, we fantasize, we think, we remember. We, 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 so that is what the soul is. The soul is basically the memory bank of man, but a loving part of it where he decides. That's why Jesus even said, not my will, but your will. Meaning that somewhere Jesus had the capacity to decide outside or independently of the Father. And he chose, he said, not my will. Meaning there was a will that Jesus had. Because total obedience is not being forced where you cannot make a choice. That's oppression. We are not slaves. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. A deep song that we just sing and we sometimes still love under the auspices of so when you say total obedience it means i'm completely knowing that i have a will so even in obedience i can decide to not listen to god obedience is not oppression obedience is i am willingly giving up my life like jesus said coming to christ it is giving up your life my choices my will my plans i'm giving it up now many of us want to walk with our own wills wherever we go and still pray for the will of god to come why we don't want the will of god we want the benefits of the will of god it is like being in a relationship where he expects you to make him lunch to do all these things but he doesn't they don't want the commitment part of it and he gets angry if me lunch did you make lunch no i didn't you don't want to marry, but you expect the benefits of marriage. 
She comes to church, she feels convicted to say, no man, I don't want to have sex with, I'm not married, or him, male or female, either way. And you go and tell your girlfriend, no baby, I think after the race, you say, are you a freak? Are you dumb? What do you mean we're not going to have sex anymore? And it's like, no, but it's wrong, or she says it's wrong. And then sometimes we give in, we make a decision, whether we were forced or not, we make a decision, Pastor Brian, to go back to doing what God don't want us to do. That is called your will. You know how powerful your will is? Your will is so powerful that God will do nothing in your life, Sister Betty, that you don't want. Nothing. Father, take this drugs from me. Take this illicit relationship, this stealing habit. Take it from me, but you're holding on. I've shown you this before. If God, God knows if he grabs it, he will cut you. You must open your hands and willingly give it up. Even with tears in your eyes, I still have strong desires, but I'm giving it up. So your will then is even sometimes in some cases stronger than the power of God. Because God will not exercise His will where you are holding on to yours so tightly. So here God gave His nature to men, knowing that men still have the capacity to choose against what God has given. That is mercy and grace personified it is like in, i will be faithful to you brian in your unfaithfulness that is the nature of god it's compassion it is like someone that is deep caught up in, in dark things and they just make up their mind to say father i need you and god just comes and does it anyway where man would say near six months centuries of whatever whatever and god just comes and says, my child come today you will be with me in paradise here hangs he did not even say the sinner's prayer. He just said an acknowledgement. This is the Christ. He's hanging next to me. It does not look like what I said now. I'm free and all those things. It doesn't look like it. Your spirit needs to catch it. Now we want manifestation without reformed spirit, Chantel. We are not changed. Father, change my situation. God is, I want to change you. Because if I change your situation, you have more resources than you had before. So it means your unredeemed man will now do more nonsense than before. If, if you've not been reformed and delivered, money is a poison. Whenever you mention money in the church, here. Say, leave this vulnerable for me. All you let in this eight this pastor just talking money, 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 money. But doesn't he know money is the root of all evil? Hey, Muna, the love of money that you are sitting with now that's crippling you, that is the root of all evil. Not money. How can God say money is the root of all evil, Sister Geraldine, and then turn around and say money answers all things? This is what money, money is supposed to serve you. Money is not supposed to make you become a slave. I've seen people call themselves hustlers. They are slaves to money. Yeah, I said it. You know why I know they're slaves? Some have become millionaires, multi-millionaires, some even billionaires. They still can't sleep because they're worried about poverty. It means you are a slave. The moment money don't control your movements or your relationships, you are free. That's why God didn't say, you cannot have two gods, God and Lucifer. No, he said, Memon. Memon is a strong spirit, and one day will teach. Memon is the one, when you are counting down, that tells you, pay truths before you pay your tithes. Why do you want to pay the pastor, and then, then truths now becomes your, whenever they call, you see, oh, it's seven, you, you tatazel. 
And the God who gives us life. The God who gives us life. We are fine with giving him the change. Until we've given our slave duties to the world system. You know the tithe is warfare. The tithe is warfare. And, and this is not my notes. God says, pay the food and bring it into the stores that it may be food in my house. And I, God, who said it? Not you, not your pastor, not your bishop, not go, go deeper, papa. No, 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 no. He said, I, God, Yahweh, will rebuke the devourer, meaning that the devourer functions on a level that's out of reach for men. When God sees your tithe, there's a warrior in him that gets activated. And he goes, so, you see, we would hold the tithe and we want to speak to the devourer. The devourer looks at you like, and you're standing there, Rabashandagar, and the warriors. The devourer, VSJ, who are you? When are Uban? Because he knows that you are playing in a field you have no legal right to be in. There's many things we pray for. We ask for loans and all this. No, pay your tithe. Pay to God what belongs to him. Watch what God does. You can't not pay your tithe and then want to fix what the tithe is supposed to fix with seven-day fasting. You are on a hunger strike. Learn principle. We'll stop doing over-religious things that are rituals and tomorrow they can be seen as witchcraft. Witchcraft is not when a tokolosi comes. It's when you want to manipulate God and people. Just, I will rebuke the devourer. What is a devourer? Have you ever had friends? And I know brother Daryl there knows who I'm going to talk about now. Friends that there's enough for everybody, but the way this guy eats, the food is here, it's, and you're like, relax. I'll even give you some of mine. How awesome. You can hear this guy, can't even eat. The food is not down. The food that is coming is meeting the ones that have been put down already. So they meet each other. So these ones here are like, Wah, and it's like, it's not me. That's a devourer. So when a devourer comes to your life, Antate, he doesn't come gently. Guys, come on. The tithe don't only cover you financially. He says, I will rebuke the devourer. So now the devourer was something that came either in the form of locusts or whatever to come to your crops. Now, let's say you have crops in the field. I'm a devourer. I come and devour. I'm not only stealing your food to eat. I'm stealing your status because without your crops, your finances, poor people don't speak in the gates. They don't. Those can song sung, we can preach and teach, Pastor Clayton. People without influence don't speak in the gates. What are you going to say there? What advice are you going to give economically when you just asked me for an e-wallet last night? That's why the church is not respected. Because we go from begging to begging to begging and turn around and say, we are the solution. They're like, solution. So the devourer comes and he takes the thing that gives you status in the earth. After that, you are left with a family that hates you. Money answers all things. Okay, that must have been prophetic because I've not prepared for it. So if you've been struggling with it, there's your answer. No, the, 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 old, the, the tithe is an Old Testament thing. It's the law. No. Abram paid before the law. He paid the tithe unto Melchizedek. It's something that comes by revelation. You must know who's this God I'm giving to. 
when he met Melchizedek, it was a form of Christ. Because, but because the old dispensation has not been fulfilled, Jesus couldn't come as Jesus, so he had to come in the form of Melchizedek the priest. That's why Hebrews says that he had no mother or father, there's no lineage you can track him to, that is Jesus. As a high priest, what does Melchizedek, the prince of peace, that's why in Isaiah, that's why the Bible says we know in part. One day we'll know in full. Isaiah got a bit of this revelation when he said in Isaiah 9 verse 6, he shall be called wonderful counsel and prince of peace. That's Melchizedek. And Abraham, by revelation, when he met the king, his spirit was moved to give. It's not the law. I'm not a Jew. I'm not going to pay tithes. Okay, all your tithes. He shall come back by the Jews. Any juice drink juicy, you order. <laughs> Does it make sense, guys? If we get principles right, there's a lot of things that will fall in place. Because you know, when a principle is not obeyed, any disobeyed principle is connected to a curse. Read, read Deuteronomy. The Bible was supposed to be, according to me, only two chapters. Genesis 1, Genesis 2, because that is the picture. But because of disobedience in Genesis 3, everything was just extended. There's a lot of struggles that we are extending because we act out of ignorance. Does it make sense? Because you know what would have happened? We would have lived in the glory of God and no one would have recorded it because God is here. Now the first books of the Bible, God had to give to Moses to record the story of the people. Because other than that, what did, what did the Bible say? It says that and God came to walk with Adam in the cool of the day. Why am I going to record Pastor Brian is my friend when I can go to his house at any time? Because we lost access. Now someone with more access needed to write. Genesis 2. Okay, so now we understand that the nature of God was this, the breath of life. The Ruach. We understand this, right? We've been dealing with this. And man became a living soul. So all this thinking and everything was then undergirth by this. But check this. Genesis 2 verse 8. And it says, And God planted a garden. This is where we're going to finish today. God planted a garden eastward in Eden. So Eden wasn't the entirety of the garden. The garden was in Eden. That's why when you read Revelations 21 and 22, it says that the, 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 the river that flows from the throne goes to water the garden in the east. So Eden was the place of God, a delightful place on the earth. In the high, the, 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 the holy of holies, can we say, where the, 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 the official ruler of the earth sat was the garden. Let's say you work at Epsa. There are officers that are for the people with higher authority than you. But it's still one building. But the garden is somewhere in the building. Does it make sense? So this is then. So what is a garden? A garden is a place where we exchange stuff. Sowing and reaping. It's a place of sowing and reaping. The second thing a garden does is it's a place that magnifies or shows life. Right? But in this context, Pastor Brian, the garden here speaks of being access to the closest relationship or close access to the glory of God. So on some. So God planted the garden. Adam didn't find it. And God, what? Put him there. What is this positioning? God positioned knowingly. What is position of plant? It is intentionally putting a plant at a place. Weeds, concrete, grow wherever. 
Plants that give life are planted. I've never seen someone take blackjacks and plant it in his yard. <laughs> Does it make sense now? So can you imagine putting or planting yourself where God has not positioned for you to be? So God took this man with his nature. Before then, God could not take him to rule from there. Because to rule here, you needed to have the nature. Not just the glory that covers your nakedness, but the nature from the inside out. That's why it's impossible to say I'm a custodian of glory when my inside is rotten. Does have worked? We're getting there. We put the men whom he had formed. Guys, can I believe his sound it's sword? So just remember this. God put him in the garden. God made the garden and put him there. Let's go. Let me show you how deep God is. Ezekiel 28 verses 13 and 15. This is the prophecy that God gave about Lucifer. But this prophecy is almost a reversed one because this already happened to Lucifer. That's on some answer. Okay, there's, there's only a few left that we're going to do. Check what God says about Lucifer. Okay, let's go back to the... Go to um, Genesis again. Genesis 2 verse 8. And the Lord God who planted. What is planting? It means like the same as creation. It is planned and it, there's a design to it and a technological flow to it. Engineering flow. What's on some? You have to stay with me. So God then determined this garden. He planted it and he brought men to rule from there. Right? Right? So then a garden is a place of plentiful abundance. That's why I said just find your position in God. You get placed in the garden. Guys, come on. Come here, Pastor V. See how handsome he looks. Send a dear all stable in his army. Smile as your man. Gefoude arm. Jeet aan haar gemaakt weer. Onkruid. Check this. Check this. This stage is Eden. It's the rightful place where God wants whoever stands in his stead to rule from. The right position, righteousness. This is what it means. Righteousness. So God, then he took him. Why? Because now that you have my nature and my glory, you can go to the garden in Eden. Stand in the middle. Right, to rule from. Everything that man needed, physically, spiritually, mentally, economically, agricultural, every single thing, Sister Geraldine, was in the position God put him. And this boats even for people that go to places God has not sent them. And when they're there, God, where are you? Why did you open? And God is like, I told you no. I told you. Noel Jones said, because Noel Jones said something once. He said, people always say, why didn't God warn me? Why didn't God warn me? And then he said, when your mother told you that man is not good for you, that was God. When your friends told you she was not good for you, that was God. When the man himself told you, I'm not good for you, and you insist, that was God. You took yourself out of being planted to go and grow wildly and wonder why the water was not flowing. Revelation 21 says, and the water flowed from the throne of God, guys. The water that, 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 that waters, the stream of the river, that waters this garden, comes from the very place where God sits. 
Can you imagine how strong the glory is there? Now, Pastor Vicky, due to disobedience, walks by himself, maybe being tempted by Satan. Chase me, bro. Kibu fana kumi mani di karanet. Tega nuna kachega tangan sofa. Hey, you're disappointed. Tero Vicky soma mani yestas. Kasa asle, kasa asle, kasa asloos. That is a bit too easy when we talk about sin. Go back. Check this. God says, Brian, I've planted you ministerial at the place. I've planted you there. Stay there. It may not look like it, but everything you need is where I've planted you. You get frustrated. You see other people prospering, not knowing they are standing in their positions. But they've been rooted before you. They prosper and then you walk out. God says, stay and serve. Yeah, the pastor, Mark Minar, and all these leaders also. God says, shh, I hear you. I'm dealing with them. You stay and serve. Then you knowingly, Sister Betty, walk out of being planted. Come, come on over now, come. And now you think that you're in relationship. Remember Satan, the Bible says he comes forward as an angel of light. Yeah. He isn't. Yeah. 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 Now you see a bit of light. Hmm. And you walk. And as you go, the light grows dimmer. And then the, the sustenance of all you need is primarily first your soul. The first thing the of God touched was not the body, was the soul. What's that in the soul? Mind. Soul. Emotions. That's why when you've, when you've been deceived to leave your place where God has planted you, one of the first things that go is your mind. Am I lying? You may still be acknowledged in society, Pastor Brian, Pastor Vicky, our oh, man of God. Deep down you know there's a disconnect. At work, this is still the team leader. Deep down you know. You know. Because the Bible doesn't say God told them you were naked. They knew they were naked. Ezekiel 28, we're building something. So the garden then is a place where God plants you to prosper. No matter how many degrees and stuff you have, if you don't, are not planted where you're supposed to be planted, you will not prosper. Even as your soul prospers, now it makes sense. My spirit is not a fed bank balance, but a depressed heart. So some people can have everything, and then you just hear this doctor hang himself. And then out, us, in ignorance, oh, when I say Zach had, hey, man, can't you see it didn't save him? Check, this is what God said about Lucifer. You, have, you were in Eden, the garden of God. Come on, guys. It says you walked there in the garden, and every precious stone was your covering. The sadius, topes, the diamond, the barrel, the onyx, and the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, the gold, and the workmanship of the turbots were in you from the day were created. Next verse says, you were the anointed cherub that covered and if I have set thee upon the holy mountain of God. You walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Satan was able to go to places other angels could not, based on who he was, based on his function and his purpose, Anjanet. It says, you were in the garden. That's why when God placed man in the garden, Lucifer was looking, what is this God is building? When he saw man in the garden, he's like, hey, I've been replaced. Guys, come on. 
That's why you, you can't, when you do warfare, you can't be casual. You know how Satan hates you? Because you have access to the garden. That's why we don't hear about Satan until God placed man in the garden. Come here. God saves you. Takes you out. God, He takes you out of whatever it is that Satan held over you. He restores your position in him. Why do you think once that happens, it seems like your life is upside down? When you're not there, it's, that's why it seems like people that are not serving God, things are going well with them. They are His. The only people Satan can't touch is, are the ones who sit on the holy mountain. The holy of holies of God. Does it make sense now? That's why when we say that it is more than joining a church, it is you going back into Christ. And he placed you on the mountain. The apostles, they did not have what other high priests and people with the uniforms had. So on the outside, it looked like these guys were poor. But these guys were planted on the mountain of God. Silver, gold, I have not. But what I have, I speak from a place that none of the things that keeps you can touch me. Rise up and walk. Did he speak to the demon? No. Once you walk, in, once you walk there, you set things in place. You don't negotiate with demons. You go and look over to kids. You say, let there be light. When you're here, you, you just want to fight demons. When you ascend to the mountain of God, it's too high for them to even see you. Can't smell you, can't touch you. Okay, come. Okay. Do you find a funny mountain of Bavari? Does it make sense, guys? It says you were on the holy mountain of God. You walked up, up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Next verse. We're almost done. We're not spending a lot of time on this. Psalms. Psalms 24. We're almost done, guys. What's for Kilam? Okay, gives me. Do we know this verse? This is the psalm. It starts off with Psalm 24, one of my favorite psalms. Remember when we did the gates? Brother Given, you've heard some that you'll go through it and you feel happy, then God comes back and says, uh-uh, come, come, lees klar, come, lees klar. And the Bible says, Psalm 24 verse 1 says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, these and those and who dwell therein. For he is what? Founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. God is the only being that can make firm foundations on water. He has founded the earth, terra firma, on the seas, and established it upon the floods. Then he comes, who shall ascend into the hill or the mountain of the Lord? Father, hallelujah, Hosanna. As we go into it, who shall ascend? Go to Ezekiel again quickly. But it's fine. Check what Ezekiel says, guys. Ezekiel says, verse 14, it says, You were the anointed cherub that was on the holy mountain of God. Psalm 24, verse 3, again, sorry, Psalm 24, verse 3 now. It says, Who shall ascend to this place? Who has access to this place? Or who shall stand in his holy... Does it make sense now? 
So the garden in the mountain it speaks of the holy of holiest places that only people that know what the glory is for and what it is like can stand and walk therein. So now we're going to see who are custodians of glory. It was nice to hear for the past five weeks, oh, I'm a custodian of glory. I'm a custodian. I'm even going to change my name to Gloria. Near boy. <laughs> Near boy. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Now, when we come to this verse, already our minds should have been, this is awesome. Because if you understand Genesis 2, and you understand Ezekiel, the holy mountain of God, where God said to Lucifer, you walked on this mountain, my mountain. Other angels had dimensions they could function. You gave us ye. You covered my presence. You covered my presence. You were here. And then David comes like, who shall ascend? Because David had the ability to, to write revela with revelation. If you read the Psalms, sometimes he wrote as if he was Jesus because he said, they gambled for my cloak. That is the only, that is Jesus. How did David write it? There was some kind of revelation that David walked in. Why? Because he was a worshiper. He didn't even know it sometimes. When he worshiped, he walked on the mountain of God. And God said, it's not yet time, son, go back. He didn't even know it. He thought he was writing songs. So now David comes and he says, who shall ascend? What is ascend? It means to go up. Now it means you must be in a lower place to go to a higher place. Who shall ascend into the holy holies of the Lord? He that had clean hands. Clean, Pastor Brian, that your actions, when I look at them, regardless of what you've done, I see the blood of Jesus. Not just, I speak Jesus. Come on, we're going to Hannah. So I'll go with speaking. In a pure heart, what is a pure heart? Uncorrupted. The, the Bible says you were perfect in all your ways for Lucifer until what was found in you, iniquity was found where? Not on you, in you. So Lucifer was still walking beautifully with a corrupted heart. IT guys, who does IT? No brother given. IT. When a laptop becomes corrupted, the software, does the keyboard or the screen, do they change? It still looks the same. But it cannot function as the thing that it was made for. Why? The software is corrupted. Guys, who shall ascend to thy whole place? That place that makes us cry and fall and foam and all that. Who shall ascend there? He to whom we cannot put any accusation based, hence in the Bible means action right pure heart as a man thinks in his heart so it speaks of someone like in a computer in uncorrupted software so when the software is corrupt it does not mean that when the laptop still looks fresh that's why when you buy a laptop test it first because they lie to you here, check there's no dance there's nothing the screen is working no 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 i'm not Everything here function on the software that cannot be seen. Did God say, and when the iniquity was there, and all of a sudden those stones lost their color? No, nothing lost their color. But it was corrupted. The outside still look good. It says only these ones. Pure heart speaks of mind as a man thinks where? In his heart. So easy, right? Who had not lifted up his what? Not Satan. 
This is where your will comes in, where you lift up your soul. What is vanity? Vanity is extreme admiration of oneself. It is pride. When you fold with pride, lost mom to dunk van the holy mountain. Let's leave it for now. Let's. <laughs> and pride is not, I'm better than everybody. Pride is not, I'm dressed better. That's still arrogance. You can have pride and have nothing in life. Pride is my will over everyone else's will. Does it make sense, guys? It says, who has not lifted up his what? His soul. And God, <laughs> into man, and it what? He became a living? Where your will sits. Then David comes and says, it's not that easy, guys. Let's go deeper. He says, who has not given himself over to a spirit of pride, where his admiration of self is higher than even the admiration of God. Can I show you how? One of, one of the practical ways where you know that you've given yourself over to vanity when the worship team sings a song that you don't like, or they sing it in a way you don't like, and you get nar. This is not a show. Are you God? Pastor Brian gets nar because Pastor Vicky is leading a song that he normally used to lead. Is it about you? That's vanity. Because worship is for God. Worship is for God. So when I stand here and they don't sing according to my, in my heart, I'm indirectly saying, why is this worship not coming to me the way I want it to be? Because Lucifer said, I will ascend into the mountain of the Lord. I will sit on his throne. The, the level of vanity, and David said, no, 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 it's not just Lucifer. We can also attain it. When you lift up, check this, guys. Who shall lift up himself to the mountain of the Lord? Not him who has lifted up himself. Because ascent speaks of not just movement, higher movement. Old man, new man. But before we get to new man, let's check the system of your old man. Let's check your mind. Let's check how you think. Let's check what you, you've given your soul to. Because custodians of glory cannot be custodians of glory if these two, these three things rather, clean hands, when your, your habits and your actions continue to grieve God and the Holy Spirit, when your heart is corrupt. And above that, when you are filled with so much pride, that even God can't speak to you. God said the best thing is just to remove this thing. This is what God said in heaven. Remove that thing from my presence. His attitude stinks. Do you think God said, let him go, let him go? No, no, no. We have this picture that God is this old Englishman. Let him go, let him go. And then the angels, yes, master. Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Jesus didn't throw him out of heaven. Jesus is too high for Satan. Jesus was sitting next to his father and like asking the father, so when this happened, oh, so who's, who's the, show me the blueprint. Peter. Oh, Peter and who else? And Brian Barnes. Oh, will this be also my disciples? Oh, oh, and Betty Morris. Oh, oh, Father, and how are we gonna know with the blood? And then we're like, whoa, 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 what happened? <laughs> Jesus. Guys, have you seen lightning? Guys, lightning is so fast. When it comes, what do you do after that happens? Then the sound comes. So Jesus just like, 
And then he was still on earth. Because you want. You see, they want him, man. <laughs> Just accept. We're almost done, guys. It says you were perfect in all your ways until iniquity was found way in you. And we've dealt with this verse, I think, extensively teaching for about six times. It means God is telling us to check our inner man. Oh, no, no, wait, not us. Allow the Holy Spirit. You know, introspection, introspection will allow only to see what you want to see. The Holy Spirit is everything. That's why we can sing songs. Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul. My heart, my soul. Meaning that I don't trust myself with my soul. I don't trust myself with my soul. And then all we did with those songs was cry and still keep our soul. Hey, 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 special to you, Franz. And then cry, give you my heart, give you. And God is like, okay, give, okay, give it now. <laughs> like, yeah, not now. I must first give it to Sharon and then I must get Sharon's soul and... And then the wife turns around and says, it's just on because she has your soul like this. Almost done. Ephesians 4, 22 verse 24. So now we understand how important the state of your soul is in terms of becoming a custodian of glory. Amen? Amen? Yeah. All right. So it says, that you put off concerning the former conversation of what? Guys, come on. The old man, right? Meaning the old nature. Which is what? Before they steal, what we know is corruption, they had to sit in the office and think, to sort out the water in Tukis. 75 mil. Because no one with a pure heart will just stand up and steal. Corruption is always first in seed form. And if you don't deal with it there, brother Gregs, it goes first to root itself in your soul. Then we see the plants growing. It says the old man whose software, we cannot use it. We see the barrel, the onyx, we see all the nice things. But this man cannot be why he's corrupt according to deceitful lusts, deep desires. And be renewed way. Spirit of your mind. You want to become the new man? Let God deal with it. Because there's no way. Now you can picture the glory of God on you. And in, in the midst of that glory, it's corruption. Cannot be. And our teachings like this, it takes us from looking at Pastor Brian, Pastor Vicky, Jared's life, we look at ourselves. Because over the six weeks, if the Holy Spirit have not spoken to you to say, change this about you and you've repented, then you may sit with the beginning of a reprobate mind. What is it? It's a mind that cannot be convicted. The Bible says God gave them over to themselves and their lusts. Oh, you want to be homosexuals? It's fine. I've tried to convict. I'm giving you over to the spirits. Oh, you want to be fornicators? All this. There comes whatever you're busy with. If you want to repent, you come and say, Father, forgive me. In sincere, he'll forgive you. But if the Holy Spirit keep on knocking, Louisa, 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 change your attitude, change your attitude, you fold the pride, you fold with this, and you don't want to change, you don't want to change, God will give it over. The day you want to change, God won't even hear you because the, the darkness will swallow every bit of who you are. 
En such me, such me, such, sh, sh, kom toch. Are not nice. But this is what the church needs. It says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That's why when the Holy Spirit came in them, remember last week, when the Holy Spirit came in them, what is the first thing they changed? Language. Why language? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. When the nature of God came in, they could not speak like themselves anymore. brothers, You change automatically because the nature of God now comes in you and you come and you say, brother, given. I'll say not given, but there's a respect because of who you are. Now we find pastors that if people don't agree, puts his gun on the table in meetings. You don't know me. That's old man mentality. Be renewed where? Your mind. Once this is renewed, the body follows. Spencer's was tell us on that sunk. We're almost done. I think we're done. So you want to be a custodian of glory. Love holy. There's a verse that I'm not getting. It says that God will let me look for it because it speaks exactly of what we, speaks of holiness and righteousness. Is the next one. Okay, it's not on here. Thanks. Check here. And that you, who puts it on? Not God. This year is a soul thing. Prof. That is a soul thing. What is soul? It is you deciding whether you want to listen to God or not. Because if God says, I put it on you, then it means it may not be your choice. You must say, I put on the new man. That's how powerful your, your choice is. God says, not, and you know how deep this thing of putting a man, God says, I still trust you to do it so that I know you decided. That you put on the new man, which after God is what? Created in righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness is standing on the mountain of God in good relations with God. You have unclean hands? Repent. Ask God to redeem my hands. You have impure heart? Give your heart to God to sort it out. To take over and override your system to format you and start you afresh. Okay. Because what are you going to say? If you're not in the nature of God. Yeah, my wife, let's go back to main branch. They're not giving me a chance to sing. Now we're allowing Tate to sing. It, <laughs> I, can, I can just imagine. <laughs> I can't picture Tate singing. Um, what is that song that we sang last week? But now check this. Check this. But now... And that is not positioned in the garden. He's not, just an example, no? he's not righteous, and there's no true holiness. So if all these things are not there, and he wants to minister, it means his soul is lifted to vanity. Because if it's about God, even if you practice Pastor Bride, and on a Sunday morning, somehow, Jared must take the drums. Through Christ-like nature, it's fine, my brother. And then you even stand next to him and encourage him to just do that. Vanity is he said the Dagnar. Dagnar, you just look at him like. Because how do we then say I'm standing on the mountain of God with so much hatred towards my brother? Because the glory, once you put on the new man, Pastor Vicky, 
God gives the glory. Jesus said, what? Jesus said, so this is putting on the new man. Jesus comes and says, come, I will make you fishers of men. Old men, fisher of, 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 of fish, and my own mindset. New man is, I'm obeying this instruction. Now he comes. Then he starts walking. He's not just following Christ. He put on the new man because it started with a decision to hear the word of God and act accordingly. This is important, guys. So they put on the new man by obeying the word of God. When he follows, then in John 17, as they walk with Christ, check what God does. You put on the new man. Jesus comes in John 17 and says, I, the glory you've given me, Father, I have given them. Why? They've shown that they are custodians and stewards of your glory. Their nature is right. Their hearts are right. They're standing in righteousness with you through me. Because you can't jump Christ and want to be in righteousness with God. You're busy worshiping a false God. It is making right with Christ. He reconciles you to the Father. And then he says, the glory you've given me, I've given them. Now they are custodians of glory. We want to skip every process and ask for glory. And then we don't get it. And then Satan comes as an angel of light because you're like Lachis. Comes an angel of light, you accept it. And corruption is covered with more corruption. In the end, day of our death. And the sad thing of this is, thank you, sir. There's a lot of this thing happening in the, in, in the, in the body of Christ today. Arrogance, pride. We're done. Son Sam. This is what it says. Created in righteousness. What is righteousness? When you are right with God through Jesus Christ. And Pastor Brian, in his casual way, can be righteous with God. And me and Tate with our blazers can miss God. Because we've made righteousness a look. We've made holiness a look. We've made Pentecost a look. All these things we've made it a look. So can I, if I look Pentecost and sound Pentecost, you're ready, you're ready, you're ready. But you pray with no one in the church. Old men. I'm not saying those things are wrong, but those things don't make you. It, listen, God had to shh in the upper room, shh. The next phase of your walk in me cannot be done unless I fill you with the Holy Spirit to go in and transform your minds. Not just give you gifts because they found people that could do miracles. Simon, the witch, the sorcerer. But they did not have the nature of God. Don't chase miracles and gifts. Chase nature, fruits. Stephen, filled with the Holy Spirit that could see into the glory of God. Guys, when last did we get visions? When last did you see an angel? You alone, not my wife or my husband, you. Stephen could look and see the throne of God. He says, I see the Lord high lifted up and his son sitting at the right hand. And after that, he could go and serve orphans and widows. We get one small vision. We just saw the toe of an angel. Yo, niemand gaan me sê And when you ask what the toe looks like and says it's a dragon's foot, as I an angel. Let's stand, we're done.